Recorded live.
yes, there will be time for questions. If you have questions, um, we are reading, so I don't know if you have the book, F5, the I Am His Choices, Volume 3. Um, anyway, if you if you don't, you can listen along. We are reading and discussing. Um, you know, everybody gets a little bit of different, everybody gets something different um, from the text at the time and where you are, and depending on where you are. Um, in your, you know, in your journey. I know when I read these, and I reread these, and Gary can attest to it, and so can uh, Linda, that when we reread things that we read the first time, it takes a totally different tone and color, reading it the second time and the third time. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Um, I know it does for me. And so we are on page 219 this week, and um, I do want to send some love and light to Linda and her entire family. Um, We had the transitioning of Terry this week, and uh, we know his journey continues. Um, Just because you leave the planet doesn't mean that you're non-existent. It just means that you have transition to a different journey. And uh, I can speak from experience with that one, my own personal experience. So um, we just want to send some love and light to the entire Patrick family. And I can't remember what Perry's last name is, but... Gruber. Um, I'm sorry? Gruber. Gruber. Gruber? With an R? Or Gruber? Gee. Gruber. Oh, Gruber. Perry, Perry Gruber. So we said you love the Perry Gruber. We know that you are um, doing something different, something new. Maybe you're taking a rest right now, but uh, we said you love the light. So we are reading page 219 of the I Am Discourses, and... Um, Yeah, of course, um, Yaren. Yeah, you can call in. Of course you can. So, um, anyway, I hope you had a great week. And I hope that you are continuing to use your mind, I am presence, and also that you're continuing to... Um, call on sacred flame and call on your mighty I am presence within and your God self within. Um, because I got to tell you, the the things that you um, think about is what you bring about, and the things that you think and feel about very emotionally, you know, you will bring about. Um, and the more you focus on your mighty I am presence, the more you focus on the violet flame, the quicker things will start to show up for you, good or not so good. Okay, um, good or not so good. So uh, I do want to um, thank you all for your contribution to the Indigo Room and for being a part of the Indigo Room all of these years and for new people that show up. Um, we've been here now uh, seven years. It'll be eight years in July. 
Um, so life is delicious, life is good, and uh, it's up to us to make it that way. All right, so we're going to be reading page 219, I Am Discourses, Volume 3. Linda, I am going to read this one, and if you want, you can read the next one. What do you think? Okay. Or do you want and to read this one? And, and is there questions in between? Of course. Yeah. You know, we always do that. Yeah. Um, but the next chapter, well, maybe you should read, why don't you read this first one? Because the first, the next one is kind of, um, I have a lot to say about the next one. <laughs> okay. So you can read the first one. You can read the first one, and then I'll, I'll, I'll uh, jump in on the, on the second, the next one, which is, so we're reading 19 today. And um, 19 and 20. This course, 19 and 20. Go ahead. You could start. Okay. This course, 19, December 5th, 1932, St. Germain, Invocation. Thou majestic presence of the ascended Jesus Christ, thou who has gained by eternal dominion over all things, thou who dost rest serene, in the heart of the Eternal Father, pouring forth thy wondrous radiance, enfolding all mankind. We give praise and thanks to thee. Our hearts fill with great rejoicing that the ascended host would be, see and manipulate the dawning eternal light for the blessing of humanity. Through his own personal ray, Jesus will now speak his wish to the students. The Discourse by Beloved Jesus When I say, I am the open door, which no man may shut, I mean, I meant humanity to understand, I referred to the great I am, which is the life of every individual manifest in form. I did not wish to convey that the personal Jesus was the only one to whom this great privilege was ordained. Each one of you, beloved children of the one Father, has the same mighty presence within you, the great I am, that I have and that I had at the time by which I achieved the final and eternal victory. Here I wish you to understand for encouragement, strength, and certainty in your mind that the consciousness I used for this great victory was the use of the I am presence, which you are being taught. I had made search through all the avenues available at the time, and at last the determination and desire for the truth led me to the great master whom you shall one day know. He gave to me this inner secret and mighty acknowledgement, turning me to that mighty presence, the great I am. Through his radiation, I was able to comprehend and at once begin using it. This is the only way by which any individualization of the ray of God may achieve the eternal victory and build his structure upon a firm foundation from which no outer activity can ever disturb him. At this time, I wish to convey the simple, all-powerful use of this presence to you. All who have achieved the mighty victory 
and who have been able to raise their bodies as I did or who raised them before have used the conscious activity of that mighty eternal presence. I am. When I said to my disciples and to humanity, the things that I have done shall ye do also, and even greater things shall ye do. I knew whereof I spoke, knowing that within each individualization or child of God, there was this mighty I am presence, by whose use you are impelled forward, and no uncertainty I say impelled, because I mean just that. The constant use of your I am presence does impel you forward in spite of any activity of the outer self. So long as this single idea is held firmly, storms, distress, and disturbance may rage about you, but in the consciousness of the I am presence, you can and are able to stand serene, unmoved by the seething vortex of human creation, which may or may not be about you. There is but one way by which you and the Father may become eternally one, and that is through the full acceptance of his I am presence, energy, love, wisdom, and power, which he has given you, golden links, golden steps, by which you climb serenely upward into your final achievement. Sometime, some way, Every individualization of God the Father must find his way back to the Father through his I am presence. Fulfilling his cycle or cycles of individualizations in the use of the activity of the outer self. The earth is the only sphere in which there is the density of the atomic structure that you experience. The conscious recognition and use of the I am presence, which you are, steadily raises the vibratory action of your atomic structure, unclothing and liberating the electronic activity which is hidden within the atom, enabling you to become self-luminous beings. Stop there for a second. I just want to, um, I had a, it's interesting, you know, I've got to tell you, I love how how our mighty I am presence works because um, I didn't read this section again uh, until just now. You know, like this is my third reading, right? So uh, yesterday um, when I was walking with Cleopatra, who is, by the way, chilling because she had a very long walk this morning. <laughs> So she was just tuck it out. But um, it occurred to me uh, as I was walking her, and I'm coming back, and I, all of a sudden I'm having this really visceral, like, I, uh, I guess you could call it a download, maybe, um, of information or just a feeling. And it, I said, well, you know, this vehicle, this body that we're using, it's pretty, really, it's pretty cool. And, it, and we are really, really well-equipped for this journey, even though, you know, a lot of times we don't think we are. And um, it, there was a time uh, way back when, before all of this uh, 
study. I used to sit in my mind or pray about it. I was like, you know, will anybody remember me when I pass away? Will anybody remember me when I die? And Will you remember me, God? Literally, that, that still used to be my question. And so yesterday as we were walking, getting in line with what you just read, I'm walking home and it, it, it occurred to me that, wow, this is just one leg of the journey. Like, God sends out all these little individualized pieces of itself to experience, to expand, to do things, feel things that, uh, you know, Linda, in, in the way that Linda would see them, to experience things in the way Sydney would see them, the way Yaron would feel them, the way Gary would, you know, feel them. And when we go back, you know, it's like a breath. Breathe out, breathe in, right? And so it's like God breathes us, out, breathes us out for a time and we get to do all these wonderful little things and we have all these experiences, breathes us back in, we come home with all of this, uh, whatever we did, you know, it's like a, it's like a little, little journey. And for us to get, we get so stressed out, you know, about this body and will anybody remember us and transitioning back, but it's just like a breath, in and out, in and out. I like Self that so um, viscerally yesterday, and here we are reading kind of exactly the same thing. You know, it's not, you're not going to be gone, you're not going to disappear, it's not going to be over. Um, it's all part of that, that deliciousness. So live, enjoy, have fun, enjoy your life. And, you know, so many of us are so focused on the dying part that we forget to actually, you know, either the recognizance of enjoying the journey and and getting as much out of the journey as possible and becoming self-luminous beings. Okay, you could could continue. (laughs) I wish it here distinctly understood by all who may ever receive this or ever contact it, that I am not and never was a special being created of God different from the rest of humanity. You want to say that again? I am not, (laughs) nor never was a special being created of God different from the rest of humanity. Mm -hmm. It's true that I had made previous conscious effort and had attained much previous to the embodiment in which I won the eternal victory. My choice of experience 2,000 years ago was to set the example which every individualization of God would and must sooner or later follow. How I urge you, beloved children of God, to look upon me as your elder brother, one with you. When I said or left the word that I am with you always, the I am presence, which I am and which you are, is one. Therefore, do you not see how I am with you always? Think deeply on this and try to feel its reality. All right, let's take a moment and think about that. Let's, let's, maybe we should discuss it a little bit. How do you feel about that, all of us? Linda? Um, 
I, uh, I, you know, I do feel it, um, and uh, for quite a long time, I've I've let go of the belief, not the truth, uh, that I'm not alone. I may physically be sitting on a park bench by myself, but that doesn't mean that I'm alone. Right. Uh, and um, so, um, many, you know, I'm, many of the I am presences or individualizations are with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Waking and in sleep. Mm-hmm. So the I am presence, which I am and which you are, is, is one. And it was never intended, it was never Jesus' intention to make himself separate from the best of us. We did that, you know, we do that with many uh, teachers and messengers. To put them separate from ourselves, you know. Oh, they were closer to God. I had somebody say that to me the other day. Oh, your prayers get answered, Sydney. You have a direct line. I was like, yeah, uh, can I just tell you? You have that direct line, too. We all do. Some of us don't access it and don't use it, but we all do. And you are never alone, just like Linda said. You always have the mighty I am presence with you. Do you not see? This is one of the things that Neville, I think, touched on in the beginning, and I didn't quite get it. I didn't never quite got what that, not, not, I mean, I got it intellectually, but now I really understand it solely in my soul that I am always with you always. Now, we used to say, God can't be, uh, you know, he can't be um, so near because you can't have God near you because it is you. But he can't be so near, can't be so far, I mean, so near as to be that and be that far. He can't. I am, I am that I am, and I am presence is always with you, always. Now, that used to make me a little wicky-wacky, too. Like, well, then God can see me when I'm doing, like, you know, crazy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want God watching me when I do, you know, stuff I shouldn't be doing. But now, you know, now it's different. Now I'm so happy. I'm thrilled to have the I Am presence with me always. Think deeply on this and try to feel its reality. Gary and Aaron, how do you feel? about that. We'll touch on that when you guys um, don't feel like typing. <laughs> Go ahead, you're, Okay. You're on phone in, so. Well, I didn't know okay. if he wanted to talk, if he wanted to track. Right, track. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Um, okay. At the time and after my ascension, I saw the immensity of the radiation I would be able to pour forth to my beloved brothers and sisters upon the earth from the sphere in which I had become fitted to dwell. I wish to say to you all in truth, 
Every individual who will send his conscious thoughts to me with the desire to be raised above the limitations of earth or his own creation and will live accordingly will receive every assistance from me that is possible to be given according to the steps of growth in consciousness which he attains from time to time. Do not misunderstand me at this point. When I refer to growth, I am speaking of humanity in general. I do not refer to someone who have previous attainment sufficient which in their present use and full acceptance of their I am presence, they may rend the veil of human creation and step forth into the embrace of the ascended, blazing I am presence at any time. There are some in a group of students already drawn together for whom it is possible to do this. That depends entirely upon themselves, upon the calm, poised intensity by which they become conscious of their I am presence. These great tidings I bring to you because I prove them in my own personal experience. Before I became fully decided in what manner I should lead the example to humanity, I suddenly, from an inner impulse, began to use the statement, I am the resurrection and the life. Within 48 hours after I began using that statement, with great rejoicing, I saw what was to be done. And I wish to assure you that it was the conscious use of the mighty statement, I am the resurrection and the life, which enabled me to make the ascension in the presence of so many and imprint or record upon the etheric records that example for all humanity which will stand eternally present. So they made a decision is what he's trying to tell us. Right. That, right that, that individualization of Jesus. God didn't make him do it. Isn't that interesting? That's a totally different concept, context, than the way, you know, you may have been brought up to believe. He says he was just trying, he says, I became fully decided in what manner I should lead the example to humanity before I became fully decided began using the statement, I am the resurrection and the life. That was before he even made the decision. He didn't even have to make the decision yet. <laughs> right? Right. That's kind of interesting in that, that little piece of, of a paragraph, if you want to look at it that way. Totally different than what maybe many of us were taught when we were growing up in the Christian religion. Okay. It was unfortunate that the veil of the orthodox idea was drawn over the minds of the people, preventing the comprehension that each one had within himself, the I am present, the same as I had, by which he could attain, do the same things I did, and win the eternal victory. Such, beloved students, is my personal message I lead with you spoken through the light and sound ray into which any of you may enter, see, and hear with sufficient conscious preparation. Again, I urge you to think of me as your elder brother 
ready to give you assistance at all times. Do not think of me as a transcendent being so far beyond your reach that contact is impossible. For the I am presence which enabled me to make the ascension is the same I am presence that will enable you to make the ascension as I did. Only today you have the assistance of the great ascended host of beings who have won the eternal victory and joyously stand at your service as you make yourselves ready. With my love I unfold you, I again repeat, I am with you always. Germain, did I not have a surprise for you? (laughs) Benediction. Into the fullness of thy mighty silence, O great presence, we come to rest, to feel thy peace, to love thy harmony pervading all. O mighty loving presence, which beats the hearts of all mankind, strengthen thyself within their hearts, draw and hold their conscious attention upon thee the great love star in the heart of each one. Glorify thy presence and thy creator in them. Bless all mankind with that strength to look only to thee and to stand steadfast facing thee. Thank you, Linda. Welcome. That was a very, very powerful um, chapter, I think. Mm -hmm. I feel anyway. so we can, if we have questions or we want to discuss or you want to share anything about this particular chapter um, before moving on to the next one, just let me know. I have something to share. Well, please do, my dear. When um, I do any kind of healing um, on a, a person or an animal, um, when I... Uh, get ready to use my hands to have the energy flow into me and out through my hands. Um, I asked uh, Mary, or what people call, the person called Mother Mary, uh, Mary to put her hands on my hands, and then I asked Mm. him to put his hands on his mother's hands. What was the last part? put, Put his hands on his mother's hands. Oh, okay. And uh, so, in other words, when I do healing, I have Jesus on top, Mary, and then my hand. And uh, the difference in the amount of healing energy that goes out and the quickness with which I understand that the individual or the animal has gotten what they needed um, compared to other healing that I other healing techniques I've used is is just incredible. It's a hundredfold better. It's a different. It's a different energy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you're you're not just you know, a lot of times, um, and I'm, I'm not saying that you do this, but a lot of times healers will forget. They're not the one doing the healing. <laughs> right? And mm-hmm. that happens oftentimes. And they and I've seen it. 
You know, I've seen people say all the time, oh, I healed this one, or I did this, and I, you were just the vehicle. Right. Number one. So, you know, let's not get it twisted that you did this without, um, you know, the ego part gets involved. So mm-hmm. when you when you call on that on that energy, you call on the I am presence, or you call on some of the ascended masters for your for assistance, they bring with them the unfiltered um, energy, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. They bring they bring that because they they know they know what they're doing. They bring that unfiltered energy, and it's so much more powerful. Um, when the Bible always says, when two or more are gathered in my name, it's done. So it's you, the I am present, Jesus, Mother Mary, right, agreeing on the healing. So that is that is a powerful thing. So even though the energy is still coming through you, you know, in a filtered way, because let's face it, we're here in this denser energy. It is so much more powerful, just like you said, to have that assistance. Mm-hmm. And we forget. Yeah. We oftentimes forget. Many healers forget. Um, you know that it's not you doing the healing at all. And in, and in fact, I ask for healing when I'm doing it. That's the other thing, and I ask for healing for myself. Mm. Yeah, that's delicious too. Gary, you have something to share? I see you on the line. And also Yaren. Let's, let's get Gary. Hi. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, Brother Dan. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's better. Good to hear your voice. Adjusting the phone. There we go. Oh, nice. That's better. He's That's got that great. radio voice always. <laughs> it's also the I've only had one cup of coffee and haven't spoken to anybody voice. Oh, yeah, I know that voice too. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you want to share, my dear? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, how about... Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have much to share. I was just calling in because I also one had to make more coffee. But oh, yeah. okay. I I caught but, you off guard. What? Yes. I caught you on the spot. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. I I'm thinking that um um yeah you just gotta own it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's what you I've discovered for myself is that like when you were saying people. Um, you know, put you've got a direct line to God. I don't type a comment, and then you mm-hmm. say, "Well, actually, you do, but you have to own it." Yes. Yeah. And also, when you said that, I thought, well, you know what? The part about um, uh, whoever said, "Well, your prayers get answered," and I'm like, "Well, yours do too," but you're you got to think about what you're actually praying for, because they're always being answered, is what I've discovered, and uh, so it's just you know, pray for what you really want or figure out what you're wanting and that's what you're praying for. And Does it make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. 
And of course, along those same lines, our thought is a constant prayer. Yeah. So you may think you're praying for a pie, and you're thinking about coffee. Guess what's showing up for you? Right? <laughs> or if I'm thinking about pie and how bad my day was, I'm going to get a really bad piece of pie. <laughs> yeah, and then it's going to make you sick. And then right? you're going to be home, homework, and, then you're gonna... and you're not going to make no money. And then you're going to get evicted from your house, and you're going to lose your car. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> All you're going to do is blame goes. the pie. <laughs> That's how it goes, though. That's how it goes. That is how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? But it's true. Yeah. Right? And that's how I got my car. The way I got my car. That's how I got my TV. I blame it all on my presence. That's right. <laughs> right. The I am presence is, is doesn't, it's not, um, you have free will. You always have that free will. Yeah. To think a different thought and change that's your thought. And change your and change the way you're thinking and, and feeling about a thing. Yeah. And you could do that right in the middle of wiki wackiness. You could do it right in the middle of it. Mhm. And change the whole energy about something. But yeah. if you don't change it, what shows up is, you know, nine times out of ten not gonna make you happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just thinking that's a very kung fu thing principle to do. Is like when you're in the middle of um, or fighting or whatever, when you're in the middle of that and you just like, you, you do worse if you aggressively push against that other person's energy or right. situ- the wiki-wacky energy. But if you take right. a hold of it and sort of step aside and pull it along, that, mm-hmm. that's when you start directing the energy. Does it make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's when you don't have control, and then you're like, wow, I am in control. Yeah. You always have control. Yeah. I'm going to unmute Yaron for a, a little bit, too, so he can join in the discussion because he said he has, he may have a Hebrew insight into that in I am that I am. Hi, Yaron. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hi. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Awesome. Okay, well, maybe we can't hear you as good as I thought at first. Oh, oh, now hold, on, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. How about now? Oh, yeah, now it's better. <laughs> oh, yeah, I took off the, uh, the earphone because... headset. <clears throat> oh, okay. Hi. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. It's uh, awesome to be here, really. Waited, waited for it all week. Aww. You're so sweet. Well, I, again, um, loved your your email, and you had some really powerful things that happened to you right after uh, the show. Um, yeah. Briefly, you can give the one, because it was long. That was a long email. It was great to read, yeah, but it was long. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> was like, no, 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 don't be sorry. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, I, we don't have time to read the whole thing uh, today, no, but no, one of the okay. things, one of the things that um, the first thing that happened with the insurance agent, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I know. Insurance? I know. That was 
<laughs> that was amazing. You know, you know that um, there was uh, Neville. Uh, I'm still back at Neville. Um, Neville had kept. He told at least a couple of times about this guy who was in his car and he was like. Uh, had a vision of like money pouring down from the sky, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Well, I've been doing that, right? Right. And um, so, um, and another thing that happened to me, not just with the insurance thing, but also uh, I was doing it one day, and uh, all of a sudden, um, <clears throat> a headhunter called to tell me that I have an interview for a job. Um, so a lot of things are like that are happening, you know, um, mm-hmm. not coincidence. I can't call it coincidence because I, no. you know, uh, I know, when I started doing that, it. I started, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I, um, I, you know, I, okay, you know what? I believe it is. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the main thing that happened to me that was the patches. Did I realize what a patch is? Yes. Yeah. That was that was. Well, you uh, can't, we say you can't put old, you can't put new wine into an old wine skin. Right, or new patches and old uh, clothes, cloth. Yes. Right. 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 And yeah, Don't and put that new was patches uh, on old cloth. Right, and that was um, a revelation for me because, and then I realized, okay. Every uh, imaginal act is a patch, mm-hmm. right? So you got to have all the all the patches, uh, all imaginal acts, you know, um, looking up, mm-hmm. you know, so that they make uh, the cloth or the desire what you want it to be. Right. So that's. You're making a new suit to put on. You're, you're making yes, a new suit. Right. A new right. suit of clothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you, and you, you have to, it's not always easy. It's not impossible, but it's not always easy to keep our mind from going, you know, into the, well, what if this isn't, what if, oh, okay, well, what if, or maybe I should, you know, but it can be done. And Gary can tell you that it it can be done. Linda can tell you that it can be done. I'm telling you that it can be done. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I know. And you are finding out now that you can do it too. Yeah, and the um, <clears throat> another aspect of the imaginal act is of the patch is the tense, keeping the tense the same in all the imaginal acts mm-hmm. that are related to a particular desire. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you have, uh, you know, an imaginal act that is in the future and one in the past and one in the present and um, and they don't, they don't match. And right. So, and so your consciousness doesn't line them up, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, the tense was also another revelation to me that, um, you know, um, it has to be, the same tense, which is basically uh, the present tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes, because we oftentimes talk future tense, and we oftentimes talk about what happened in the past. And then when we do our imaginational act, 
It's not present. It's not now. We, we do it in the future. And, you know, we look at it from, like, watching a TV screen. We don't see ourselves or feel ourselves viscerally into the um, act. So right now we're having this conversation, me, you, and Gary, and Linda. And it's all right now. We all can hear each other. But we have to, in our imagination, have that same kind of experience. In our imagination. The same kind of? Same type of experience. You have to make you have to you have to have it as a real experience. Not something that's going to happen. You have to make it as a now experience. Right? Yes. It has to be now. Right, Gary Linda? Right now. Right now. Every time that I want to change something like in the in the act of it, it's always like, okay, well, you know, uh, yeah, just like you said, uh, it has to feel like it's happening right now, and that's when it takes hold and does its thing. Right. As long as you're feeling it in the future, it's not, it's not something that you can tangibly experience, really, because every time you do it in the future, guess what? You push, you push it another inch forward into the future. It's like yeah. running after, it's like having the, the carrot in front of the a horse. He's constantly, he's never going to catch the, the daggone thing. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be dangling in front of him, and he's always going to be chasing it. If we mm-hmm. imagine into the future, you're always going to be chasing it. And then, but if you imagine it now, viscerally, make it a now experience, there will be a day, I don't know when, I don't know what it is that you're trying to create, but there will be a day that you catch it, that you actually catch up to it. It'll be like, that's what happened to my back. Every day I imagine I'm doing yoga. I'm getting ready to do yoga now. So every day after I finish the shower, so every day I imagine yoga that I'm doing, that I'm physically doing yoga. I'm not physically. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bend down. I was in pain. But in my imagination, I wasn't in pain. In second life, I was not in pain. And so now, I find out I can run. (laughs) And I don't have that kind of sheer, excruciating, oh, my God, I want to just leave the planet kind of pain. Because every day, that was my that was my position. So let's say, let's say, let's say you want a car. Let's say I want a car, and I imagine myself okay. behind the wheel, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm in the car, okay. And yeah. one imaginal one act is me driving the car to uh, the north, and uh, another. Imaginal act is me driving the car to the south. Is that like, and I'm I'm doing both present, right? In the present. Okay. Is that uh, an, an opposing um, imaginal act? How could it be? It's just you driving the car. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter what direction you're going in. Just like. When I explain to you how I got my car and Gary how he got his car and Linda how she got anything that she created, don't get so bogged down in it being the exact 
experience. You just want to you want to have the car, right? That's that's the thing. You want to have the car. You want to be able to move freely. You want to be able to enjoy the ride. It doesn't matter if you're going north. It doesn't matter if you're going south. The point is the car. So right? let's take another example. Let's take another example. Let's say I want a job, right? I want a full-time job, good-paying job, with something I love doing. And at the same, and I'm, I'm imagining it. I'm, I'm behind the desk doing that. Um, and then another imaginal act is me being on the beach on Maui. Stop. Stop. We're talking about one imaginal act with the job, right? Okay. So which one do I choose? Would you I choose the one that I prefer, which is you know on the beach on Maui, which means you know implies that I you know, I have enough uh, money to do that and freedom. Or do I uh, imagine myself, you know, at a good job behind a desk? What, which, which, what do I choose? Which one? What do you want? Maui. We can do both. <laughs> yes, Gary. You can <laughs> one can both. work on Maui. One, one, one uh, time you, uh, um, uh, you feel the reality of having that awesome job which pays you so well and you love it and offers you the freedom to go to Maui and pay for it. And um, so one thing I read in Neville this week was you do, you know, like uh, right now you're feeling how wonderful it is to have that job. And, well, I'm done feeling that. And now I'm feeling how wonderful it is to be in Maui. So and that's can, okay. Yeah. And if, but if, they're, if you consider them two different events, then um, do an imaginal uh, exercise that at two different times. It's like when I go to the gym, I do my arms at one point and then I do my legs at a different point. Right. Uh-huh, okay. For the whole body. Okay, got Make it. Makes sense? Yes, right. it does. Okay. Okay. Okay, yes. It doesn't Perfect have to sense. be either or for you. Correct, unless okay. that's either or. Okay, that's unless awesome. Unless you're okay, making good. it either or. If you're making it either or, then okay, you're, you're, you're fighting yourself. Right. 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 Oh, I right. want this, okay. but, oh, but, you know, but, I, oh, okay. but wouldn't this be better? But I really, really do want to get a job. That's what I need right now. I need a job. But it would be just so nice to be. So you're, you're the one that's fighting yourself. You see. So you, mm-hmm. listen, listen, you, you listen to what Gary's saying. It's just like you you go into the gym and you're you're working on your abs for a little bit. Okay, did that. Did 30 reps. Now I've got to work on my legs. It's all part of the one body. It's not like oh my goodness, I can't. I got to work on my arms. Should I work on my legs too? Oh, for crying out loud! Do I do I work on my legs or do I work on my arms? No, you you don't have that issue. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome analogy. Okay. Awesome analogy. That was great. Yeah. That was great, guys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. My car just drove by. Your car just right. drove by, Seth? Oh, it's just funny. When I, um, like when you were talking about getting a car, I was thinking about how when I, the first time I ever consciously went to get a car like this, it was always every time I saw, because they decided what kind of car I wanted, the color, uh, four-door, etc. And every time that one would go by of the same model that I liked, I would, in my head, or tell my friend, 
um, that's my car. That's my car. And started working it on that direction. And so as I was thinking about your car question and my how I did it, the car just drove by uh, outside my front window. Mm. So you, like you said, you, you owned it. You owned it. Yeah. Well, now I have a different car, but yeah. And that's how it, and I just kept doing that for, mine took me nine months because I was very uh, stuck, let's say, in getting it to me. But then my sister called from another town um, and just offered me a car because she had been doing so well. A friend was selling a car and she said I could buy it for you because I know your current car is falling apart. And it comes to me uh, with so many of the um, criteria that I asked for, even though it was a different um, a different model. So instead of getting the VW, I got a Ford, but it matched all these parameters I set up. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Okay. Right. And it was giving right. the big one was that it was free and gifted to me, and it was a gift. Right. Mm, okay. So you, so you okay. do. So this is what I was explaining to you last week, uh, Gallen. It may show up for you, but not like specifically uh, a black Ferrari. It may show up as maybe a black Jaguar with all the bells and whistles. You know, maybe you only pay five dollars for. I don't know, but the point is, source knows really. God knows, your God self knows exactly what it is you really need. But, but we get so bogged down. It, we get so bogged down on the little minute details all the time. Well, it has to be this way. Why? You know, if the car has everything that you ask for, except it's a different model, and it fits your budget, isn't that isn't that a prayer mm-hmm. answer? I say okay. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I can see that. I can see that. But if if God is the one who you know grants me that, but isn't that me granting me that? And so shouldn't yeah. I not not should should I not, should I not compromise? Because well, you know, it's me. I'm supposed to get it. I'm I know what I want, and uh, I am God, and you know, I'm going to manifest it the way I I am God. I mean. You know? But who says who says that car who says that car won't lead you to the to the Ferrari? Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. That it could be um, the uh, bridge of incidents, a part of the bridge yes. of incidents. Yes. yes. Okay. Was that Linda? Okay. Uh, yeah, and it could also be that what comes to you is even better than what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, maybe, yeah. maybe you don't know that Ferrari is about to recall all those Ferraris that you thought was the best car in the world. Because there's a little bit of a gadget in there that will send you careening off the side of a cliff <laughs> if it doesn't get fixed. But you don't know that. Okay. You understand? Okay. You don't have that little tidbit of information. <laughs> You have no way of knowing, okay? And source may be trying to say, listen, you don't know about this. I see it coming, but I'm going to give you this Jaguar with all the other little bells and whistles that you asked for. It's still going to be cheaper, but listen, farther down the line, you may find out that the Ferraris were all recalled that year. That's what I'm saying. 
Okay. So it's not but that it's, you didn't get exactly what you did you asking for and you didn't compromise. You don't know all of the details. You only think okay. you know all of the details. Oftentimes okay. we think we know all of the details, but we don't. You understand? You know, many times we've had incidences, all of us, and we find out later, well, you know what, it's a good thing I didn't make that left turn. I would have been in that fire or that car accident or that, you know, crowd of crazy people, right? It's maybe not, maybe it could be a week or 10 days later that you find out. Why did I make that left turn? That was stupid. Made me go. I was 10 minutes out of my way, and I was manifesting getting there on time. That's why. Because you find it out, you find it out later. So that's why I say sometimes it's, for us to not, it took me a long time to realize that, though, Yaron. So you're getting the benefit of my experience, probably Linda's and Gary's as well. It took us a little bit of time to realize that, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, we got, I, I know myself, I got bogged down in all these little details, and I realized I need to go for the feeling of what it's like. Right. Uh-huh. And okay. I have to be in. I have to be feeling the feeling, and right. so for me, okay. um, it was uh, uh, much easier if you do a little one-minute thing three times a day, or just in the morning and just at night before you go to bed, than to spend five minutes. Uh, I mean, you should be able to get the feeling in a very short period of time, or you're not sure what the feeling should be, and so you have to think about it some more until you right. get it. Or come, right. you know, just come. It's you know, it's the. Um, I see myself going up the stairs and ringing my girlfriend's doorbell to tell her I got a brand new car, to show right. her my car. That's all. Or that I'm making a phone call. Uh, I see myself making a phone call, telling my friend that uh, I just got a new horse. You know, it's it's well, what that if I short. do that? What if I do that and uh, I get a clunker? That's then not trust. Do it again. But here's the thing: you may not you 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 are doing that that uh, and you can do it again. But the point I'm trying to say is that is not necessarily if you go in with that consciousness into your and you bring that. Into uh, your yeah. mm-hmm. feeling, okay. That's what you will get. Right, right. The uncertainty of, uh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yes. You will get the predominant feeling. Okay. okay, the fear. Okay, if I have the fear in there, it's gonna show up. Okay. You're not right. You won't get what you're thinking that you're you're focused on because you're feeling is what if I get a clunker? And your uh-huh. feeling right. is what Linda's trying to get you to understand is your feeling is what does the creating. Your uh-huh. thought and your feeling is the engine okay. that fuels it. So okay. you bring that into your imagination. Okay, you drive in the car, but what if I get a clunker? <laughs> what if I get a clunker? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what you'll get. Okay. Okay, okay. Or something wrong with whatever, like you said, it, it could be 
you could have some engine problems or whatever or something like that. Okay, right. it could be a perfect looking car, but then okay, yeah, okay. Okay. And the series of events, okay. the series of incidents, okay, can go um, both ways. You see, it doesn't mean that um, whatever you bring into your imagination is what you are going to experience. I brought. I was. I believe me. When I fell down the stairs, it was a series of incidents that led me up to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't it, was okay. it, you know, I, I can only say it was um, a series of incidents. You know, the water spout, putting the water down on the steps. I come out and I step down. I don't see the water. I slip. I fall down. I go to the hospital. And then boom, 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 boom. One thing after the other happened. So in that, I had to turn the stuff around, right? So then in the middle of all of that, you know, um, there were some really good things that happened, but I had to turn a whole lot of stuff around on my own, in my mind, in my feelings. And that's what you do. It's constantly, we're constantly doing that. You know, you're constantly, you're going to constantly have to turn yourself around because we're in the race consciousness. We're in the human race consciousness. So you have nothing but wiki-wacky around you all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> right. days a year. Right, 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 right. And, um, okay, yes. And then, and then the patch will fit. Right. Like. Right, the patches will fit. Okay. Yes. You gotta Without, make sure that uh, the patches okay. that that you're not, you know, again, it it's a it's just a it's a it's a divine dance you're doing. You you you're doing the divine dance. Sometimes you'll make a misstep. I just say a misstep, not a mistake, just a misstep. And then Linda says, you do it again. And, you, you know, you get back on there and you start dancing again and, you know, you're dancing with your partner, your mighty I am presence, and everything is going great and wonderful. And you look over to your right, somebody got with you wacky going on. And now you're focusing on the right. Can you step? Can, are, you, are you paying attention to the dance now? No. Mm-hmm. You're not right, paying attention right. to the dance now. And, yeah, and it's like... You You'll miss steps. You'll miss steps. You'll miss steps. You'll miss steps. You'll make all kinds of missteps, and then you realize, wait a minute, I am so offbeat. <laughs> I'm not dancing with. I'm not dancing with my mighty I am present partner because I'm right. looking over here at Ricky Wackiness going crazy. So let me bring yeah, my like, picture yeah. back. Like the man looking in back. the mirror and then forgetting he, how he looks like. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you don't. So you don't beat yourself up, number one. That's the, that's the best thing. Do not mm-hmm. beat yourself up. For looking and yes. being distracted, you just bring your attention back to where it's supposed okay. to be. Okay. Just like Linda said, you do it again. Feel it. Feel it. Okay. Okay. Feeling. Okay. Feeling is the secret, as the, the Neville would say. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody agree? Well, 
Do you have anything else to add, Linda? Miss Linda is very profound. She has a lot of she has a lot of experience with dancing. The responsible adult, yeah. Yeah, me too, Linda. I'd rather be the responsible child. Linda has a lot uh-huh. of dancing experience. <laughs> so does Gary. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Well, uh, did you want did you want a um a, a few sentences on I am that I am? Sure, and then I want to get see if we can finish up the rest of uh, chapter twenty, or at least get halfway through. Go ahead. Well, what is it? What okay. is it? Okay, so uh, in in the Hebrew Bible, um, the I am that I am is Eheye Asher Eheye. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked a friend of mine who is religious what what it's all about, and um, he said that the rabbis throughout the centuries have tried to figure it out, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, but because of what Neville keeps saying about it, I'm kind of getting the, the gist of it, but in, in the Hebrew sense, right? And I mm-hmm. actually. Um, I recommend everyone to learn Hebrew because the Hebrew Bible has so many nuances that are uh, uh, fabulous, really fabulous nuances. Yes, yes, I agree. And um, and Eheye uh, is a is similar to Yahweh. Mm-hmm. You know, what? I'll type it in because Yahweh is like this, right? Right. Yahweh, the Yod hey vav hey, right? That he kept uh, right, right. And then ehye is is this. Ah. Okay. For those of you oh, that can't well, see what he's yeah. typing, for those of you that can't see what he's typing and are listening to the podcast later, uh, Yaron. Well, I'm so glad he has joined us from uh, you know uh, Tel Aviv because he's giving us a the Hebrew look, okay, is Y-H-V-H, Y-H-V, Victor H, Yahweh, Yahweh. The uh, way that he's writing it now is A-H-V-H. A-H-Y-H. A-H-Y-H. Now, uh, the the term in the Bible that that is translated into I am that I am is is this A H Y H A A bear me with this one on please if you don't mind A H and I'll let you go. No, go ahead. With, uh, this is important. A-H-Y-H. Like this. This is the Hebrew um, transliteration into English, right? The, well, I am that I am. I am that I am. Ehye, Asher, Ehye. Okay. Now, Ehye in, in modern Hebrew is a future tense of to be, right? So I'm ruling it out as being the future of the term to be. So it has to have another meaning, right? Okay. Uh, but if you notice that the H and the H are in the same place. Right. 
right? And the Aleph, the A, is the first letter of the alphabet, right? Right. And uh, and the Yod moved from the first to be the third letter. Okay. Okay. I don't know what it means. I'm just I'm just, I'm just making observations. I'm not sure what it. Okay. Um. But you can contemplate it because you know you're all intelligent. So if you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. Maybe you can tell me. Now, Asher, okay, Asher is the son of Jacob, and he is one of the twelve tribes, which means that he is a state. He is a particular state. I'm not sure exactly what it is because I haven't learned it. It's new to me too. Right. Right. So. so and Jacob was the one who, uh, you know, fooled, quote-unquote, uh, right. his father Isaac, right, to right, right, get right. to the reality. So Asher, being, I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, being his son, being Jacob's son, is probably a, a um, I don't know, okay. a product, a product, of, a product of the state of Jacob. Okay. I'm not sure so, what state, because Asher is got to has to be a state because it it is derived from Jacob. Right? It has to be a state of uh, a state of mind. A state of mind, right? yes. It's a state of mind, yes, because Jacob was a state of what is J what what is Jacob stand for? What is it? for is it um, the second man um, the the one who gets the blessing um, I, I don't exactly remember what Nebel right. said about Jacob but because Esau, Esau is the one that um, was the hair he was the he's the he reality current yeah reality. he's the current reality right he's, yeah Jacob and then, was the mm-hmm. one that was the man that you're be or the man that you're becoming or the man that you are imagining or the you know you come in and you fall to your imagination. Jacob is your imagination. Jacob is the one that's fooling your senses, your sensory person. Um, not Jacob. Uh, yeah, Jacob is the one that's fooling the father. Yeah, he's. I guess he's the conscious, he's the subconsciousness, and that that becomes conscious. Right. So you see, it's your imagination in a way. So it's a state. So you have to feel that real, and you you know feel feel the birthright from Esau, and become that. Right. Asher, we have now, to we have to think about that. That's a state. Well, well. I'm looking. I'm looking at uh, at the um, um, official King James Bible and Genesis forty nine twenty. And he says, out of Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. Now, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that fits in with, you know, what I was, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Um, but uh, I am that I am is a particular state of mind and 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 he is is like bookends to Asher, right? If yeah, it is like yeah. it says twice. Right. 
and I'm I'm thinking out loud. I don't know what it means. I don't know what that. Means. I have to and I have to think about like, that too. But just the fact that Asher means uh, um, all of the blessings like that, or fatness, or you know, royalties and royal dainties. Um, royal dainties. Hmm. Opulence. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what? Isn't that what? Um, our I am presence is, our God self is opulent. I yeah, am shall be fat. that I am. Yeah. yeah, his bread shall be fat. His right? bread shall be fat. Yeah. Now bread, I uh, I, I forget exactly what it stands for. I know you know it's like um, I, I guess it's it some sort of no, some sort of knowledge because you eat it, right? You consume well, it can, it, you can, it can it can have several meanings. It can be the knowledge, and it also, but it also can be actual bread. You know, the bread of life, the bread of of uh, you know. Because when you say, "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name," give us each this day our daily bread. It could be the bread of life, and it could be the sustenance for your body. So that would encompass just about everything physical. Okay, so what could the bread shall be fat? Out of Asher, his bread shall be fat. And he well, shall yield royal dainties. Well, if you're looking, if you're thinking about it, and you're focusing on your I am presence, which would give you everything that you would need. Right? Ah, okay. I see. I am I that. I am. I am. All that I need, I am. You can even say. Okay. 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 I am all that I desire, I am. I am all okay. that God has, I am. And, and okay. if you're looking at it from that from that point of Asher being in the center, oh, yeah. That's a kind of a powerful insight, though, there, Yaron. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think you're onto something. Well, I'm thinking out loud. I know that I'm in the right forum to to bring it up, to bring this issue up. Of course you are. Um, I'm talking about I am present, so I am I am thinking that's the right. You, you brought it up at the right time. Okay. Anybody well, else have any comments? Yes. No. <laughs> I get a little confused with all the names and you know when they talk about uh, yeah Yahweh and the yeah, yeah all these names but what I kept running through my head as he was speaking is is um, Neville talks about the second becoming the first and he says it's a theme yeah. throughout the whole book yeah and uh, uh, what else second first second oh I had another idea in there. Well, Esau, well, that's we're talking about Esau and Jacob. Okay, but the second man becoming the first man. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Oh, and the son becomes the father. That's, you know, but right. your, your end place becomes your new beginning place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's okay. theme that was in my head, but uh, I don't have any other words for it. But I remember how Neville says, you know how Neville explained that the Y H Vav H and the Yod is the hand and the Hey is something else and the Vav is the hook. 
mm-hmm. uh, is, is the nail that, you know, attaches, the nail of that fixes. Yeah, yeah. Right, and mm-hmm. the age, and the second age means something else. I, I, I forget which, he, had, he said that a few times in different uh, lectures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the same way that you can, uh, you know, decipher the YH Vav, the, the Vav, the, the Yod Hey Vav Hey, you can mm-hmm. decipher the Aleph Hey Yod Hey. Okay, which is in the Ahie, Ashe, Ahie, right? And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll have to, because um, I know Aleph is the first letter of the alphabet, so that, that means something. One. It means one. Okay? Alpha, alpha. Uh, right, right. When you, when you, um, because he talks about the sound too, you right? The sound vibration. Um, when you say those, okay. those, those words, there's, there's a, a different vibration. Um, Yahweh mm-hmm. and Ah, Ah, you know, and uh, there's a, there's a. Um, uh, what do you call it? It's a very important sound. It's a very important vibration. Ah, because yeah, 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 that yeah, mm-hmm. sound is actually um, used for, um, you know, it, it represents the omnipresent power. Mm. Uh, okay. I, uh, okay. I am, ah, uh, you know, right, that, that whole thing. Yeah. Like an amen, like an amen, yeah. yeah right. Sure. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, amen is is a um, is a root word for emuna, and emuna is um, faith. Mm. In, in Hebrew, in Hebrew, emuna is faith, or to believe something deeply. And amen is the first, is the three letters that make up the root of that of the word faith. So that's why they use amen amen because it's um it's just the root meaning of faith. Right? That's um it's a prayer unto itself, basically. <clears throat> um I don't want to think in... which is actually real. So we have right. more to talk right. about. We got more to talk. I'm gonna have to call you every me in Israel, and we're gonna have to sit down and have a little discussion. Maybe I'll just fly over. I'm imagining myself in plane flying to Israel to visit your house. We can't say it's too casa. Pleasure. It will be a pleasure to have you in Israel, all of you, Gary and Linda, everybody. All right, we'll do it. We'll do an indigo room trip. You all ready to go? Gary, Linda. What? I had. Oh, I was on. Now, I was on mute. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Just had to get my passport say, renewed. I was going to say, now I get crickets. Now I get crickets. <laughs> All right, let's All right. feel it. Let's feel it. Let's feel it here, Tel Aviv. All right, I'm ready. I'm good. <laughs> well, I'm cool. going to read a little bit more of this chapter okay. before Th- we go. Okay. Thanks for your. Yeah, thanks for your. Uh, talk it off. Okay. Don't hang up. We're still here. Um, I just wanted to read the first two pages because I think they're really um, interesting and important. Uh, Discourse number 20. 
invocation, thou mighty invincible, I am present, speak thyself into the hearts of the children of men. Maybe that's what uh, Ave means, um, Asher, or Ave. Uh, fill your hearts and minds to overflowing with the magnificence of thy presence, with the conscious strength to look to thee and know thee as the one, the mighty eternal source of all things by which the consciousness of mankind is sustained. Make them know thy great ownership that it is thee alone who art the owner and giver of all things, that they may thus manifest unselfishly one to the other. We thank thee. I bring you greetings from the great host for ever pouring their radiant presence into your lives. Now that goes along with exactly what you just said. Yes, bring bring what into your life? Bring, um, I bring you, no, it just says I bring you greetings from the great host. I was talking about the whole invocation that I just read. Yes, 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 it does, sure. Uh, the discourse is with great rejoicing that the many who have been observant of this accomplishment see how truly the students are entering into the mighty I am presence and how the things that have been disturbing are being dissolved and are dripping, dropping away as though they ne- had never been. Beloved students, can you realize how great our rejoicing is? We have tried the pathway of attainment into the great freedom of mastery over all limitations. We rejoice to see you entering into the presence, which, if maintained, will bring you certainly and surely to the same freedom. It is only when the outer becomes sufficiently obedient, giving all power to the great inner presence, that one finds peace and rest in this mighty acknowledgement. In that peace and rest flows a mighty river of energy, like a mountain stream flowing through a fertile valley, lined with flowers and perfect vegetation. So in the peace that passeth understanding, do you move more and more, finding that eternal river of energy flowing into and through your being, spreading its blessing and opulence into your life and experience everywhere you go? While it is true that the intelligence is the channel through which you must receive, yet as you feel, very important, the emphasis I don't feel, yet as you feel with deep certainty the truth of the I am presence, you will find the stillness becoming greater and greater until one day thou shalt see the door of thy creation open before thee. Thou shalt step forth with open arms into that freedom, inhaling the fragrance of the pure atmosphere of the etheric world, wherein thou wilt be able to mold that plastic substance, space, into perfection of everything upon which thy desire is held. So we're going to stop there. No, we're not. i got a couple more minutes. <laughs> you are making such splendid progress. Do not let any fear of persons. This is, I love this right here. Do not let any fear of persons, places, conditions, or things interrupt or disturb you 
for the presence of the light stands before you, beckoning you on, that you may be held in its fond embrace, receiving of its boundless riches of every description which it holds in store before you. I just want to say there was a time when um, I think I read something about Neville talking about he, you know, he's not. He doesn't really have concern for material things. And I was like, "What is he not? <laughs> I want, I want the car, I want the house, I want all that. I don't care what the devil says. You know, that's what devil." I am starting to feel like, um, for myself, just for me, you know, if I don't have any judgment upon what anybody else wants, there are things that I do desire in the material experience. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there's this point now where it's just, I'm, I just know that everything's fine. It's all going to work out. It's all okay. There's, you know, there's no need for me to stress about, you know, when is it coming? How's it coming? I, I just have this confidence um, and this faith. And you'll start to see it the more you do the work. Um, you know, and you'll start to feel that too. Um, I got an instant message from Gloria because all of a sudden it clicked for her a couple of weeks ago. She's like, oh, now I get what Neville's been talking about all this time. It all of a sudden clicked for me, you know. And that's what happens. You get it when you need it and, and when you get it. And all of a sudden it will just click for you. But if you stop, if you stop and you say, well, I tried it, this doesn't work, you will miss. Mm-hmm the magnificence of it all. You will miss the sheer bliss of it all. You will miss. You will miss it. So I encourage you all to just continue, you know, to just continue. And you said miss, and um, which is a sin, to miss the target. Yes. Right. Absolutely. To miss the mark, yes. yes. To miss the mark. Yeah. Miss yes. the mark. You, you fall short, you falling short of the mark is missing the mark, yes. Yes. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden it starts to click. Well, oh, that's all I have to do? <laughs> you know, I was making such a, I was making this so difficult. All I had to do was that, you know, and just stand. Sometimes you just have to stand where you are and not do anything. And, you know, it's, in the physical world, you just have to stand in your in your intention and stand in your knowing. And there's a point where, you know, you go back and forth and go, well, what if this is not true? What if this is not true? What if this is not true? And I've done that, and I'm sure Linda's done that, and I'm sure Gary has done that too. Um, and then you just start to click. You go, what? Wow, that's huge. But... um. You just have to keep calling on your mighty I am presence because that flame calling on your God presence. And I love the Lord's Prayer because it gives me something, it gives my mind something to chew on when it wants to go off into wiki wackiness. <laughs> when it wants to go off into tangents. When it wants to ruminate on something that might have happened. And when you ruminate and when you keep thinking about the same thing over and over and over and over and over again in the same way, 
Number one, that thing is not going to change. That's the mark of insanity. And number two, um, you're going to drive yourself nuts. So your the action yeah. is your thought. What happens outside of that is the reaction to your thought. So what you manifest outside, what, what your thought is, your thought is the action. What manifests is the reaction. You understand? So if you keep thinking the same way about something, it will, and expecting a different result, thinking. I'm not even talking about doing. I'm talking about if you keep thinking the same thing, <laughs> the same way about the same thing over and over, and thinking you're going to get something different, you're not. And there is a way for you to see if you are thinking the same way. Because if you're thinking the same same way and then expecting, you're thinking you're planting seeds, you're planting orange seeds and you're expecting apple trees to grow. And then you go and you look and orange trees are growing and not apple trees. Well, guess what? You didn't plant apple seeds. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it. So, uh I do want to thank you all for being here today. We're going to end the show. Gary, that was a great discussion. <laughs> and uh, Yaren, thank you for being here. Linda, thank you. My pleasure. I had fun. It was all thank wonderful. You, everyone. And you have a great Sunday. And look at how you're thinking about stuff. Just catch yourself in the moment. You don't have to examine every little thought, but when you, you know, take a moment and look. Say, did I think, was I thinking the same thing about, same way about that like 10 years ago? Well, now it's time for me to change it. And you'll get the help that you need. All right, have a great week. I love you, Linda. Bye-bye next Sunday. Thank you for reading. Bye. We'll be back. Bye. We'll be back next Sunday. Oh, check your, new, check your new check your new Gmail account. I sent you something. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yes, and we have a new Gmail account. It's the Indigo Room Two at Gmail dot com. Love you all. Have a great, great, great week. Keep your eye on presence up. I'll see you next week. Bye, Gary. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Yaren. Bye now. Ciao, ciao.